Okay, well, I'm Suffolk Ram. Shkazius. Well, so at 149, the Randers podcast. You're not going to be amazed by that one, Skaz, but normally you are. Well, I'm, 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 yeah, I thought I'd change things up. I'm actually terrified that we're nearly up to 150. I know, isn't it scary? 150 episodes. I know. With an average episode, well, actually, our average has gone down because we've been a little bit more piffy and getting to the point more and less waffle and... We've got away from our three and a half hour marathons we used to do. We can start waffle if need be. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Um, you know, when when your podcast is longer than, than, than a Lord of the Rings film, you've had to ask all glass questions about, <laughs> about hey, it, really. Hey, ours <laughs> is more interesting than a Lord of the Rings film. Hard fact. Ooh. Shots fired. Come at That's me, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's there's less battle scenes in our, in our stream, unfortunately. Yeah. If there were, though, if we had more, they'd be better. And I know we're going to get the CGI character, but I hate to say the CGI version of me you've got in these streams is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd but say it's that. quite got that genius that makes him me. Uh, and as for your CGI character, I don't know what went wrong there. That, well, you know, what can I say? They uh, they took one look at my face and everything broke. <laughs> so. Just get the Gollum model, add a beard and a banana, we'd call it good. Yeah, that's it, it's fine. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like a reject Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me. So, how are you this fine evening in Skazius? Um, I'm alive, mate. I mean, I good. thought the whole world was going to end and... Um, I'm recovering quite well from my first live stream in a long time. Yes. Um, which you yeah. took part in for a little while yesterday, you traitorous bastard. You never came back. I was eating my tea. And tea finishes at some <laughs> point. I, I, I kept, I had my thing open and my steam thing said you guys didn't go back in. So I didn't come back. Because you went away and so we were like well fine fuck it we're gonna change games then this sucks rams a traitor <laughs> we can't do this ourselves every other mission we've tried to do we've stuffed it <laughs> we need yeah, rams it- to go look you and you go over there don't cause too much trouble i've yeah, got this yeah. so, all like on yesterday's stream scars i need to sacrifice yourself for the good of the crew of the yeah, team go for go it. go 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 go, <laughs> go first we might pick your body up later. So, fantastic. I'm there. Don't worry about it. I've got this. I've got I felt this. Much, you know, have you watched, if you watch Blackadder Goes Forth, mm-hmm. you know the scene where the general's in the, the, he's on the phone and he's talking to the general and he's it's like the no man's land. He's just like moving the troops. The next scene he's moving the brushing dustpan, brushing all the troops off the battlefield. <laughs> it was very much like that in many ways. That was, like, that uh, was the, you're talking, um, when, so the mission that we were doing yesterday, you're talking about when we were, we were trying to get the warheads. Shall we pass tell people what game we're talking about? Yeah, <laughs> sure. So, um, so for Rand Nerds Game Night, because I've not really been, I've not really been gaming all that much recently. Um, we started playing one of Bard's favourite games, Payday Two. Uh, Turns out it's quite good. Yeah, it's, I don't understand what was Bard's beef with it in the end. Because he stopped playing, didn't he? Is it like he Did said he? There was something, yeah, he said there was something really like they'd done something to it, and he wasn't happy with it, so he stopped playing it. And there, I there was I noticed when I looked through because you can now go on Steam, you can actually look at review history, mm-hmm. and you can see, and if you go for, and it's quite interesting, you watch it. And there's some, there's a mass, there was a massive dip 
in its reviews, right. which gives you basically means somebody who's been review bombed effectively. Right. And looking back from what when I saw Googled like that month and payday, I think they introduced some sort of microtransactions or something to this game. Oh right. Then they pulled it back out. It was about it's about it was a couple a few months ago when I looked at that, so I can't remember exactly what it is, but sure. they introduced something and I think they pulled it back out. So oh. maybe that's what Bard was talking about. Maybe. I mean, I, I just assumed it was shite tons of DLC, but I mean, it's not actually that bad, really. No, no it's not necessary. DLC. It's all cosmetic, isn't it? Or what it seems there's quite a few missions. There's oh, really? quite a few missions. To, yeah, there's all the, a lot of the DLC is like missions and stuff, if you actually look through it. Oh, right. I mean, there are some pretty shitty ones, like there's an H3H3 DLC, which I'm not sure why anyone would want that. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what... Why would anyone? Why would you want to play as Ethan from H three H three? I'm not quite sure. Because um, YouTube fantardness. Yeah, that's that was, that's like why you only know if you think I'm not going to add that to my DLC bundle. Where's the um, ran nerds fucking DLC? Yes, why can't we all want to be able to play as us? Could you imagine that me, you, and Zaber rocking around as me, what, you, and Zaber? What would your what would your what, what would your mask be, Skaz? Well, it's my face, clearly. <laughs> yeah, but you, no, no, you've got to disguise it. So, what would you choose your uh, your mask to cover your face? Oh, see, I'd want to wear my Army of Two mask, but I can't. Because well, EA <laughs> Army of it's called the Army of Twice. <laughs> there and... you go. They'll never know. They'll never know. <laughs> the Army of Deuce. Um You can tell what mask I would have. Oh dear. It's obvious. I have a, I had a sheep mask. I was surprised. I just thought, I was surprised you weren't wearing because there is a sheep mask in the game. I was surprised you weren't. If there is, I ain't got it. Well, you're gonna have to get it. We're gonna have to shoot I'll more have people to. then. Or maybe we. Have, it's probably a stealth unlock. We'll never get that. I'm quite. I'm quite wearing what's basically a cyberman mask. Sneaky, sneaky stealth mission says the wife. You're never gonna get it. <laughs> No, we have tried stealth. It doesn't work. Uh, I tried well, I no. tried stealth with Zaber, and Zaber's like, don't worry, I will go in here and not cause any trouble at all. And bless him, he tried, and within like a few minutes, everything went wrong. It was great. Can I just point out the mission where we had to... Um, uh, perhaps, actually, perhaps what we got to... Let's just talk what Payout 2 actually is. So okay, for people who cool, are new to it, it it's, it's basically... Left for Dead, but instead of zombies, it's cops and robbers. So you play up to four players mm-hmm. uh, in a in in your crew, and you have got to basically it's, it's a variety of heists. And once you get then they could be anything. They're quite. I'm actually quite impressed at how different they all are. Yeah. So you got it, a single one could be like robbing a bank. It could be stealing art from a gallery and so forth, um, or even just like raiding another gang's base. You know. Um, and you can either go in sort of quietly or loudly. Um, stealth is an option. Usually it's an option you try and fail that. <laughs> um, yep. But then basically once once I say once the alarm is raised, not if once it's raised, then basically you get hordes and hordes of police. Just hundreds, co- hundreds and hundreds of well, them. Well, we worked out one mission we played, I think on the last mission we played on Tuesday night, which was the one we're going to talk about in a second. We must have killed about seven hundred police officers in our mission. Oh, was that was that the one where I blue screened and I got really yeah. angry because I got like no points for the entire yeah. mission and I'd murdered yeah. hundreds of people. Mm. I was so disappointed. That was the one. I was yeah, so that was sad. the one. That we worked out must be about so we went to about seven hundred police. So this is this is the most well equipped police force because all most of them are SWAT. 
most well-equipped police force in the whole world, they can afford to send that many people in to take out a f- four guys. Now, I, what I reckon is it's it's World War Two Russia syndrome, where they're just getting they're getting civvies like run up to him and take his gear and try not to get <laughs> one killed. One man has the SWAT mask, one man has the shield. One man has the SWAT mask, one man has the shield. <laughs> it's like run, run, run. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we mow them all down. We did. Um, So a mission which we were playing the other day was where we determined our perfectness of stealth that we, for some reason, had to go to some guy's house and we're going to try and break and steal like a printing press roller. And the guy and the had to start with, we were disguised as, I think, plumbers. And we went and talked to the guy, went downstairs... So there's like a, you've got two light modes, you've got casing mode, which you're like all stealthy. Then there's what they call like heist mode, where you sort of like put your mask on, you draw your gun. And as far as away, you can't switch back. I think once you go to heist mode, yeah, that's it, you've I gone in. I don't think I've seen an option to do that. Yeah. So we go down, we go, he leads us downstairs to where the pipe is leaking. And I'm sat there thinking, well, we need to do some replastering here. We have to take that wall down. Sort of like, I'm trying that, to was it, fant- that was fantastic. You practically got your builders bum out and we're going, yeah, fair. It's like, oh, for, it's wouldn't it be great if at the end of the, about, yeah, wouldn't we get at the end of the mission? It's like, well, we paired the wall. You're like, but that wasn't our job. We're there to steal the thing. Oh, yeah, of course we were. I forgot <laughs> just that. imagine that. I just, like, I just did a good job. I've also <laughs> fluffed the pillows on the sofa and. Yeah. So we were downstairs. We sent you, me and Zabe had sort of broken stealth, as it were. To sort of, I say, bro, we weren't covert anymore. We were hacking into this thing. We sent you upstairs to distract him. Zabe thought this was a good point to throw a grenade. And, um, oh, yeah, he, accident- he did that by accident. Did he now? That was fantastic. Did he now? Because I tell you, it's quite hard to throw grenades by accident. Oh, I've done it. Mm. I've done it a couple of times. Yes. But accidentally, <laughs> I love that a, sarcastic air quotes. Accidentally, <laughs> threw a grenade, and then because the fact that he started laughing as he threw the grenade, I think betrays that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just that is just traditional Zaber. That is like, oh shit, shouldn't have done that. And then basically it all went to pot. And then basically you guys basically did a little mowing down. I basically became like this whole team hack, and I was just going around sort of like printing the money and like hacking everything sort of like babysitting all the sort of hacking tools and everything like that where you guys mowed people down and had to be done it's an important yeah. job <laughs> and the game forces you to like you can't just like haul up somewhere because the game will throw like they'll shut the power down and the power will be outside so or you have to go out break, um, so you can't just set them and forget them yeah, you have to I mean, tools obviously you that. could haul up where your tools are, but they'll do things like so they'll force you to have to leave and go out and yeah, restart stuff and so forth. I have to say as well, the companion AI is pretty darn good. Yep. Um, I don't think I've ever got a situation where I've been frustrated by it. If you and if then, you don't fill a full team, they basically fill the empty slots. So if there's only like say two of you, they'll they'll fill it with two two AI. I, I think that might actually be an option to turn those off. Yes, you can. Um, which is insanity. Yeah. But, but they are good because they'll, they'll make a... They've definitely got problems so that if you go down, they'll make a beeline for you to revive them. Yeah. Now, I'm pretty sure... I think I've seen the AI get killed. We have. You have. See, I've never, see I was wondering, because I think, actually, can the AI go down? And I was wondering if they're basically invulnerable or they're just better than us. I, I, um, I think they can die because there i'm sure there was one mission i think it was the the heist where we had to do the to get the bike 
Uh, the AI tanked it. I think you might be right now you say that. I think but that it was, it was right at the end. We were already stuffed. And then the AI yeah. was like, ah, and then down it went. It is fucking intense. It is. Yeah. Once it starts, the shooting starts, it is just constant. It is just wave after wave after wave after wave. And sometimes you'll say, like, oh, the police are backing off. You've got a chance. No, you fucking don't. They'll leave all their... They may stop sending waves in, but all the ones who are there stay there. Yeah, for sure. All, like, so you've, you may you've get, got, like, like, literally the opportunity to clear those guys out. You've got a little bit of breathing room if you manage it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, you should have to quit mission. Now, if you go down, it's not like death in this game. What happens is you get arrested. Yeah. And you get sent to custody. So, um, the first few times you go down, if someone revives you, you come back on. But there's a timer. There's like a 30 second timer where you go down, which count, gradually counts down to zero and then you get arrested. Yeah. Um, after so many times when you go down, you automatically get arrested. Mm. I, think it's after, I think it's after three times. Um, you just get arrested, you go straight to custody. Sure. Uh, but, again, proving how ineffective this police force is... They negotiate, he negotiates with your guy who bane who's to like look after you, he negotiates for your release. And after three and a half minutes, you get released and put straight back into the firefight, which they initially arrested you at. It's fantastic, isn't it? Such a nice It's amazing police. police. It's amazing. My sister's watching, she says, Do you think on the Monday morning after your heist, they had the meeting go, Do you know what? I think we're doing something wrong here. This doesn't seem like it was just working very well. This whole let's give the criminals back to the people who are having the fight and just um, start shooting us again. You know, let's give all their weapons back. In fact, let's give them full health and full ammo. Do you think there's there's all meetings going on on Monday? It's like, well, can't work out why crime is so high in this city. Because reasons, obviously. Yeah. I think there once. Once all you guys get arrested, though, it's sort of like, unless the AI is quick to revive you, you've sort of had it. Yeah, I think you've... So like, yeah. It seems different, because the bank one we did, the AI sort of took control for a while, but then we did do one mission where we all went down, and... I think... Oh, was that when the AI got killed? Was Before the, we lost the match. Was the bank just a normal mission, though? Because I think the, the bike one was, like, hard, very hard. The bank was hard. Oh, okay, cool. I, I don't know. So we've played normal and hard. So normal, so basically you get a skull rating for each mission. Normal was zero skulls. Hard is one out of six. Oh, wow. And it goes up from there, yeah. So hard is actually basically like just one up from easy. Sure. Effectively. And the bank one we played was hard. Um, normal tend to be shorter missions, so they're good for like the end of the night type job. You pick them up, mm-hmm. um, but hard. But I mean that that one. I said the one where I think the bank one lasts us nearly forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so hard is a good sort of. Fo- it's, it's and it's con- it is it is intense because it's just constant. Once and that gets fair- going, but in fairness though, we didn't exactly have any gear or boosted stats or anything no. like that because uh, that, as you go through the game, you you unlock money. Or you earn money to unlock gear that you can use in your next heists. You get uh, experience points that you can then use to put into various skill trees. And they can be like, you know, give your entire party a a, a 25% uh, increase in in recharge time and stuff like that. Or decrease in recharge time. Give your entire party more armor. Give your entire party more health. Stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I've specialized more... In the technician route, which means I have, I'm better at like drilling things now. Yeah, using all the tools and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is one path which I've not ever with, where there's a path where you can actually have a deployable turret. Mm-hmm. 
but that place so at the moment we tend to go in uh you and Zabe tend to carry med kits I tend to carry an ammo bag yeah um the tight would be handy but I think we need the med kits more yeah so but because uh, the tight does actually use your ammunition as well when it's firing sure okay um, so that's sort of like, but I might eventually sort of, if we, as we get better armor and gear and weapon and armor and stuff, perhaps yeah, for we'll sure. catch putting bringing the towers into the into play, because um, we're pretty good, but we do go down quite a lot. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but it, it's, it's it's it is a really it's a really fun game. It's game I've been trying for a while, and it's just it's it's such a fun game. Um, I mean, if you want to have all the DLC, DLC comes about eighty quid for all of it. So it's, it's not, not cheap, but then... But, but it's then not it terrible, a, is it? No. And the thing I was going to say, this has been over the course of like 10 years. Yeah. So actually, it's not that big a deal. We think over 10 years, like £8 a year. Yeah. It's not actually that horrendous. So, well, I imagine it was probably more expensive when it all initially dropped, but... Oh, uh, well, yeah, it probably was. But, you know, even it's looking back, it's like there's a lot of content for... I guess... I mean, the only thing I dislike about it is... The lobby system is frankly too complicated than it needs to be. Yeah, there's no. Um, when me and Zaber went in, we couldn't. So when we tried to play solo, uh, when that uh, was yesterday, we had no idea what the fuck we were doing to try and get into a mission and how to pick a mission. It was all very like, oh, it's all rando, and you know, yeah. ma- missions appear on the map and then they time out and then a new one will turn up and you're like, what the hell have I got to do? So what you have to do. Is when you go to like you get a map appear, and missions will start to appear on the map. But mm. you, when you go into like a crime mode, if there's a player name above them, it means somebody's already claimed it, and then you can join their lobby. Sure. So if you want to have your way, you have to wait for a mission account that no one's claimed yet. Click on it, and then you go into it, and then you can set up the lobby, which you can then invite your friends into to join. It is utterly one of the most convoluted ways I've seen of actually getting people in. Yeah. I and mean, also, you, you can set up a filter to say friends only, and then it gets rid you of can. all the people oh, yeah, with their yeah. names. But you have to join, you have to basically claim that mission first. Yeah, and then and you then set, everyone. Yeah. yeah. Then you set up all your filters and your settings, and then you set the lobby up. I, I won't say, like, yeah, it's a nice idea. It's really, it's, I see what you're trying to do. But frankly, just let me have a button that says create lobby and yeah. select. And also, because you obviously have to try and wait for the mission. Yeah. Just give me a drop to say, select the mission, select the difficulty, job yeah, done. Yeah, because as, That's as what often the entire map is full of missions you don't want to do. Yeah, or then say, I mean, the one the other day when we were playing, um, I went into it and there were like loads of insanely difficult missions. Yeah. They're just like loads of missions that were like three or four, three or four skulls. Like, well,. We can only just about handle the one skull missions. I'm not going to chuck us into a three or four skull mission. Yeah, for sure. So I was looking way round it, and eventually I found one. I just had to accept it because it's the one I could find. Mm-hmm. So it's it, uh, it's it, 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 that I don't I don't like the lobby system. I think that's I can see what they're trying to do, but it it, it just feels more a hindrance. Yeah, than a help to it. Okay, but yeah. no, really neat game though. Really, I've really enjoyed it. I've yeah, it's been it, pretty fun. It's, I just it's find so... that the UI is a bit jank. When you're in a mission, it's fine, but when you're, you know, when when you're when you're doing anything else in the game, not great. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's not. It's not. I've seen far worse. Um, 
it doesn't explain things very well. I mean, I it's 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 quite amazing how customizable that thing is. So the only thing you can't change once you're in the lobby is your character. Yeah, that you have to pick from the main menu. But once you're in the lobby, you're fixed. But you can change your marsh, you can change your outfit, you can change like what gear you have. You can change your weapons. The weapons could be are so customizable. Yeah, put on silencers, scopes, um, extended magazines. And different types of scopes, different types of silences. Yeah. And, you know, it's, there's so much you can do. So, I mean, I've customised my gun. I've got a scope on it, because you know me, I like scopes. Yeah. Um, I've put on it a muzzle thing that's all like increased my recall. Um, I've got a thing on the magazine, which means I reload magazines quicker. Yeah. Um, I've also put on it a laser sight and a flashlight, which I can, I can toggle between. Yeah. So, which is handy, because when you're from the hit, the laser sight makes things so great to fire from the hip mm-hmm. uh, yeah so which and it's really neat there's so much customization you can do to it it's, it's again it's just it's just keeps you a couple of games been around a long time and you unlock you just, stuff as you beat missions too don't you so you know you, you don't actually have a whole hell of a lot to choose from at the start but as you beat missions you have to pick a card like they give you three cards or whatever and you have to pick one and that yeah. will then say like hey You've unlocked a new skin, or you've unlocked a new gun, or I think that's how they work, isn't it? Or is that an, an optional extra? It's, is that a bonus? You item? can do. You get bonus items like that. For what I understand, you unlock certain things by completing missions. Sure. And you unlock stuff by simply ranking up. Oh, okay. So, because if you go on a um, any of the items and click it, I should tell you what you need to do to get to it. And a lot of them are just you need to get to this rank, and you'll get it. Sure. Some lot. Some of them are DLC items. Um, but we picked up the classic bundle, which was like another twelve pounds. Yeah, which was basically, and that's just a shed load of DLC in that anyway, mm-hmm. and that's a lot of load of stuff anyway. So it's quite cool. I mean, it's quite a variety. I mean, there are some things I do question, like there's sniper rifles in there, and frankly, I just can't. S- I've not played a mission yet where I think myself a sniper rifle would be really handy. Mm-hmm. I think you'd be. Mm-hmm. I could just. No, you are right. I, maybe on that the, the mission we did with the warheads. Uh, so you know you're using your sidearm for a majority, and then as we're trying to 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 get the stuff back, you could have held off the officers as we were trying to drive through. Maybe I don't know if you can equip like if you I don't know if you can equip SMGs, secondary weapons. If you could do that, then a sniper rifle to primary comes useful because you can then have something to contribute. But a pistol really isn't good enough. To help mow down with you because there's so many tight confines. I've just not played a mission yet where actually some. If there was a mission where like somebody could like sit at range with a sniper rifle and like guide the other two in yeah. and give them support, I could see that. But I've certainly not played one yet that makes me think that'd be a beneficial use. So as much as I like sniper rifles, the maps just too, seem too small for it. Yeah. I mean, yes, like the one you're talking about, that would that would be handy in some places, but. Frankly, my assault rifle with a scope on it dealt with most of the snipers anyway. Yeah, for sure. So it's like I don't really, and it's more useful up close. Yeah, no, I get you. Because you just, yeah, because you just know the side going to give you probably about twenty rounds of ammunition because they always do. They think it's so powerful, they, they can't give you hardly any ammo. Mm. So yeah, it's. But yeah, a really other than that, a really neat game. Yeah, for sure. It was well worth playing. I mean, I've had it for absolutely eons, and I've never even watched it. So. Same, but we all have because it was insane. But we all, it was all in our libraries, yeah. Which is why I picked it because, like, everybody, we already all own this already, so let's go for it. It's, it's, it's uh, fun, it's neat, well, worth yeah. Playing. Well, 
we'll definitely do some more, I think. Yes, for sure. I'm happy I'm happy to carry on playing this for the time being, so you can join us on our game like that. More details later on in the podcast. Magical. Cool, cool. So other games are playing. So um I mentioned last podcast, um Skaz very kindly gifted me a copy of Half-Life Alex. Which let's be fair, Ram very kindly gifted me a VR headset. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> oh, swings around about. Uh, so Half-Life Alex, um, which I've been playing bits and pieces here and there the last all couple of weeks. Um and yeah, I've so far, I've been really, I've really enjoyed it. I'm probably about three quarters of the way, four fifths of the way through it now. Oh, so you've not, you've not finished? No, I got very, I'm very close in. I'm on the last. I checked today. I'm on the last. I was thinking to finish it today, um, but I got back from the farm quite late because I was having to sort of like sort of. I thought I was having to finish about sort of ten o'clock this morning. Get back so like half ten. Quarter eleven, and then so like have a good session. I didn't get back to like the two o'clock. So oh, okay. I sort of put the de- time, and by the time I sort of like got to stage, I was like happy to sort of start doing stuff again. It was like four o'clock, so I only had like an hour and a half. So um, I'm playing it's all like sort of hour and a half, hour to two hour chunks here and there. Um, brings me into a question. So Half Life Alex has a lot of movement options for VR. What have you chosen for your movement option if you're playing it in two hour chunks? So. There are four options for movement in Half-Life Alex. Mm-hmm. Normal, what we call, I think we call it blink teleportation, where basically you pick somewhere, your screen goes black, you come back in and you're there, you, you've moved to wherever you've jumped to. Mm-hmm. You've got fast teleportation, which is where you point somewhere and you actually move up like, really quickly to it, like really, you sort of like go, you sort of like actually move, so you see yourself move. Sure. You've got. Um, Analog control movement, so straight forward, back, and it's locked to your headset. So basically, it's mouse look because okay. your head in VR, your head is basically the mouse. Yeah. In VR games, so that's basically what it is it's 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 wherever you're looking is where. So you point forward. If you turn your head left, you'll start going in that direction because you're always moving forward to where you're pointing, like a mouse and a keyboard. Yeah. You've then got um, hand. I think it's called. Hand movement. So basically, wherever your hands are pointing, is the direction you're moving. Okay. I found so if I tried all. So I thought right because I've always had issue with motion sickness in VR. And I was like right, I want to go with motion sickness. I want to, to enjoy the game fully. So I'm gonna go with it. So I decided to, I initially started with teleportation, and I actually found it really awkward moving about. Cause, I hate teleportation in VR. Yeah, um, it's why I said and it, it works for games that. Don't require like lightning reflexes, yeah. Um, it or you know, or just sort of rapid movement. It, it, it doesn't work for games where you have to sort of, like be able to take cover because trouble with teleportation, you have to think where you're going to go, yeah, and you have to place it as well. So if you want to get into cover quick, you have to stop aim. It wouldn't be so bad if it weren't like in um, Dishonored where it's like times or slowed down and froze for a second while you did it, but. Where games where it doesn't, you're like, oh, that's a bit awkward. So I thought, right, I want to get over my motion sickness. So in the end, I switched to the wherever your headset's pointing. I tried both, and it, it just felt weird, the hand one. But over the course of, like, last week, I've managed to basically get, as you called it last other week, your VR legs. Yeah. And so I don't get motions anymore. Oh, I am, fantastic. Um, yeah. When I first saw it, it was like, I got used to like, just moving around and so forth. Once I got to combat, and I was trying to like move more reactionarily. I did feel a bit off there because obviously you're not thinking about what you. When you first, was like, okay, I'm going to go forwards now. 
ready. Here we go, forward surface. When you're on combat, you're like, oh, straight left, straight right, back off, forwards. That for a bit, but over time, I've got used to that. It's the point where I don't, I, I've, I'm playing, and I don't even think about it. Fantastic. I'm just being around. Yeah. So, yeah, that's been. So there you go, fantastic. folks. For anyone that it does get pretty nasty motion sickness, if Ram can beat it, I'd say. <sighs> yeah. So it took. I would say probably to get over it properly, probably took about four hours of gameplay. Mm-hmm. And what I did was, I play a bit, use it. As soon as I felt the slightest bit. Uh, I stopped, mm-hmm. took off, relaxed, went back to it. So, sort of like gate. So, rather than pushing on and f- make himself sick, which then, of course, psychology, you don't want to do it again. Yeah. So, like, oh, I feel a bit, oh, I'm just going to stop now, relax. After doing that for two or three times, I basically just got over it. That's so, okay. yeah, so try. But interestingly, you still effectively have teleport in it. Because to jump, there's no jump button per se. What you do is you use the right analog stick. The right analog stick, you basically, work where you point it, basically it puts a pair of like feet mm. where you're going to jump, and you can use it to jump onto things. Effectively, that's it. But when you do it, you then sort of like do this fast moving up. So effectively, it's the fast teleport. ATEC has something like that in it too. So you can run around yeah. with your sticks. And then there are, you know, odd moments where you're like, oh, um, here's an area that you can't normally get to. But we've got this magic suit on, which is why you've got magic yeah. teleportation skills. Uh, you can actually telepast certain objects. Yeah. Which is... Yeah. Well, the, yeah, the intention of this is just as a jumping system. This is how you're going to yeah. jump on things. You aim and things. But effectively, I use it effectively. If I want to go out of dodge quick, because you're faster than just moving. Mm-hmm. So I just quickly use it to jump my way around things quickly. So I'm sort of using a combination motion with it. Sure. Um, and, yeah, and then you guys go... So, Game is set prior to Half Life Two. Mm-hmm. Um, your player is Alex Vance, who is basically a, for a large chunk of Half Life Two and also Episode One, and Episode Two is like your companion, um, and she's probably the first sort of AI companions I played with who didn't annoy me too much because she wouldn't like badger you too much. She would keep up with you. She, you know, in AI companions, either you leave her behind. Yeah, don't get me they, started. Yeah. So they actually, I think they made her move one heart. They spent a lot of time trying to make her not annoying um, when they're programming her. So they made sure that she moves, I think she moves at one and a half time the player speed so she can keep up with you wherever you go. Because sure. players tend to move in ways that NPCs don't. Yeah. So they've got to move her. So they made it so she could run one and a half times to keep up with you. And she does teleport. Oh, there you as go. As well. In fact, all the NPCs in Half Life teleport. Little trick they used to use in speed ones for Half-Life 2. If there's a physics object in the way of an NPC, they just teleport to where they need to go. So, so I just so they don't get stuck. Because obviously in Half-Life had lots of physics in it and you could block NPCs' ways. So what these the speed ones used to do, when they had like an NPC used to like walk down a corridor, to open a door, they'd hold a can in front of their face. Oh, sure. And they'd just and go then... and they just teleport to the door. Oh fantastic. Yeah, it's a little trick. So your players out of France, uh, so it's you're basically, you saw if you're just sort of in City 17, sort of at the start, you start off like on a balcony of a rooftop, you're under combine occupation, so it's all like in the middle of high local occupation. And your father, Eli Vance, with the help of a guy called Russell, who's like your sort of, he'll become your man in the year, talking to you what's going on. Um, they discover what they think is basically a new super weapon for the combine. And shortly after this, Eli gets captured because they obviously combine realize what they're doing. 
and capture this or take him away. So your initial mission is to basically go rescue Eli. Um, you end up meeting up with Russell. Russell's the one who encrypts you with the Russells, which are basically the game's version of Gravity Gun. And it's basically what most most of our games have the you know telekinetic ability to just look at someone and pick up your hand. Yeah. Our games have that in there, yeah. This is, but that's basically the anti the oh I can't quite reach it. Or I'm gonna go into my guardian mode. The Russells are basically that the, the, the gravity gun, so you can grab stuff. Um, you can grab stuff midair. That's basically what they do. Um, you do a little flick of the wrist and you pick stuff up. Sure. It took a while to get the hang of it because it's like a you have to like flick your wrist to flick it towards you, then grab it. Yeah. But after a while, you're just doing it. It's it's just naturally just like point of things, just flicking her wrist and grab them. Sure. Um. So yeah. So that's also seen before. Um. And then you basically you set off to rescue your father. The actual game. Um. It feels weird to use the term first person shooter in a VR game because you are, it's like you are the first person. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you're not going to have a, I don't think there's going to be many third person shooters of VR games out there. I can't imagine there's many out there, if any. Um, mm. But so, but it actually plays more like a survival horror game. If I've actually heard people describe so it's it, as a horror game more than a first person shooter. Okay. Whereas in, whereas in Half Life, you're basically a walking army. You know, you've got a machine gun, you've got a rocket launcher, you've got grenades, you've got a grenade launcher, you've got you know, crossbows, you've got pistols and magnums and several different types and all these weapons. You've probably about 10, 12 weapons in in normal Half-Life because you, you've got your army to suit. You're basically a walking tank. Yeah. As was the sort of the, the notion at the time. When, that was you know, very they, much the thing in shooters that you were like one geezer you could carry enough guns to make the average, you know, platoon limp. Yeah. So. Yeah. But Alex isn't like that. You know, she she spends most of Half-Life in a hoodie and jeans. So that's that's her armour. So she has no armour. Okay. Um, she is fairly weak in terms of how much, you know, it does take a lot of shots to kill you. Um. And throughout the game, there's only a total of three weapons in the entire game. Oh, right. Yeah. A pistol, a shotgun, and a combined submachine gun. Nice. Um, so the pistol's also the one you get right at the start. Um, and every enemy, even like the most basic enemies, are really tough. So zombie, zombie, zombies, the famous headcrab zombies, will take... F- probably four to five direct hits from your pistol to like their vulnerable point to kill them. Yeah. And your pistol only holds like 10 rounds. So that's a half a mag. Um, it is quite neat that um, your it's the guns are sort of depends somewhat realistically. So when you insert a mag into the pistol, you have to cock it to load it. Okay. Um, and then if you fire and so forth. Um, and again, unlike like in normal Half-Life where you have like this sort of automated ammo system where you can just reload as much as you like it tracks the clips as it were so you so can basically only reload... if, you, if you have like four bullets in a clip and you've been off that clip you've lost that ammo. you've lost them yeah yes. interesting i like that yeah so and you can't pick up on it heart you can't reload a half empty clip into the gun ah. so yeah so basically you want to use up a whole clip now, but it does properly realistically do it so that if it keeps one in the chamber, so if when you get, if you use a clip and leave one round in the chamber, eject the clip and then load a new one, you don't need to recock it because there's one in the yeah, chamber sure. to fire, which is really so far actually work. Um, 
And that makes it so you do sort of when you use it, try and sort of listen out because it, it it gives you like two tones. It, it's it's Valve are very good at making sure the games give you all the information you need. It, they don't make it super overt. So like they'll the gun makes a slight different tone, makes a tone when it's empty, and it makes a tone when it's got one round left. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening out for it, you hear the tone, you know to stop firing, eject your clip, put a new one in, you won't have to recock it. I'm terrible at that and always end up using all the gut shot rounds up because I'm just not listening for it. Sure. Um, same with the shotgun. In a shotgun, you have to load it. You have to uh, shotgun's quite cool because you have to sort of like you put. It's like a uh, what I call what I would call an over and under shotgun. So you sort of like lift the top the whole sort of like top levers up, and then you load your shells in at the top, and then put it down. Sure. But you but you you um, close it up by sort of swinging your wrist back. All right. Uh, and then but again, you have to cock it as well. So you have to you know pull the cocking lever and cock the shotgun. Um, combine rifle doesn't work like that at all because it's an alien weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no cocky lever. You insert a clip and it's ready to go. But that's all suits because there's no weapons to use. Um, you can modify weapons. So throughout the game, you'll pick up this stuff called resin. And that's used to upgrade weapons. So you could do things like, for the pistol, you could put like a holographic sight on it. And when you put that on there, it means you can... It will basically, when you put it over an enemy, it will basically highlight their... Every enemy has like vulnerable areas. Yeah. And it will highlight them. Um, I mean, some of them are quite obvious. So, like, uh, headcrab zombie. Strange enough, it's the headcrab that's the vulnerable area. Really? And combine is the heads that's all for the vulnerable area. Um, but some of these will actually have, like, a second area, which if you get a couple of shots on that, it'll basically kill them really quickly, and it'll kill the headcrab. I actually don't find it's worth doing that, because they're usually quite a small target. And, ironically, the zombies are probably one of the worst things to try and shoot in the game. Because they tend... So, there's three main enemy types. You've got zombies, you've got the combine, and you've got outlines. The zombies, by far, in my opinion, the worst. So, combines because combines and outlines... Combine soldiers, when they sort of move about and so forth, their head tends to stay quite steady because they're, they're like aiming at their guns at you. Yeah. So, it's quite easy to track ahead and shoot it. Likewise, the outlines, their vulnerable points on outlines are their legs. And they when they shoot both legs off... They just like lift up their abdomen, which will, will explode if it gets near. But if you shoot it, it will explode like miles yeah. away. Or of course, when outlines see they run towards you, their legs stay roughly in the same place, so it's really easy to get a bead on them and shoot them. The zombies, because they do this like stumbling motion, where they walk, they sort of like fall, almost fall over every time. Yeah, which means their head is like bobbing up and down quite a long way, like half their body length bobs up so and you've down. You've basically got to really get a timing down for it. Yeah, you can't they just are... kind of lock in place like an ATEX yeah. cybernetic. I can just literally kind of. I don't even have to aim as such. If I tilt my gun, uh, like if I have my 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 pistol to my chest, kind of thing, and then just tilt up. As if I was going to fire up towards my nose, but at the, like at the enemy, I'm almost guaranteed to get a headshot. Yeah, um, and, yeah. and they're supposed to be zombies of a sort too, but they just literally run at you. So it's just like, well, I'll just keep my hand here, pull the trigger, and everything's going to die because it's going to path directly into me. Yeah, they they are. I, I when I first when I was before I had the actual like proper sort of red dot sight on my pistol, and I just had the iron sights. The easiest way I found to dispatch the zombies was to run up to them and actually put my pistol like pointing down right on their head and shooting rapidly at them. Yeah. That was the easiest way I found to deal with them because if you're shooting down, you're almost guaranteed to hit them. Yeah, I And you're going to ever say hit them in the head, which felt wrong to just run up to a zombie and go like some sort of gangster. I get you. Street crime, son. Yeah, it felt really wrong, but it was the most effective way of doing it. 
Um, like I said, end was fairly tough. But I said, out, I said the outlines, which are quite late in the game, and obviously meant to be sort of higher tier enemy to face, I found a piece of piss. Because uh, you can literally turn them out in three hits. Because you take up both the legs, they raise the abdomen, which they'll try and explode in you, and you shoot them and they explode, they're dead. Yeah. And they're all fairly easy. I mean, they, I, the section I played through is when they first introduced the antlions. They didn't hit me once. I did not lose a single piece of health to an antlion. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they were like points of like five or six of them at me in one go. Because I just like could jump around, just like get into the arenas and get a distance between them, shoot them in the legs, shoot their. Admins, off they go, dead. The zombies cause me far more trouble. Far more trouble. And the combine there, soldiers are just tough. Right. You know, they you have to hit them in the head. There's no going for boys shot. You this is the, it's interesting actually, because this game I don't know who they've designed, they've done they've whether I'm the average gamer, they did a very good job of that. I'm almost always out of ammunition. I'm almost all I'm always on the crossbow looking at my gun thing. I ain't got a lot of rounds left in this. And there's no melee attacking, so if you run out of ammunition, you've had it. Yeah. So yeah, so you're always on the cross. Again, that's why I say it's more like a survival horror game, because you're you're always constantly having to worry about ammunition and think, and being careful. You're not just gonna run just you can't just run and gun it. I know. have seen like, you know, clips of people having to like, you know, they, they go into a, a flat or a house or something like that and they start kind of you know, going, moving their hands around shelves to kind of push things out of the way to scavenge for yeah. any little, you know, oh, yes, look, here's a couple shells from my shotgun or, you know. Yeah, you do. Uh, stuff like that. You do. I, I've been doing that as well because it's, although to be fair, they don't often hide stuff. In okay. my experience, it's, it's usually if you look, you'll six glow. The stuff that you can pick up that's used to you glows a bit. Yeah. So it's, it's not if you look, it's there. Occasionally, I'll hide it in boxes and stuff, but most of the time, it's it's pretty obvious if it's there. Um, so you don't have to do it that much. But there's there's something quite there's always something quite nice about VR where you walk up to a shelf and you just get your hand just swing out, and loads of things go flying off. Now, question then, because Half Life Alex was obviously designed with the Valve Index in mind, mm. uh, with the with the knuckles, which kind of have you know individual finger tracking. How yeah. does that function on your Rift S? Uh, like any other Rift game, so you have you know your you're literally got like you you know three your thumb, fingers and then your, your index finger. Your three and your thumb. Yeah, that's okay. and it works fine. Um, they're quite good at they've got some like little I said quite sort of neat things in there. So um, if it's one but I just I discovered this purely by accident. So there's a bit later on where you come across a character and they're like a panic situation and someone you know and it's like if you're thinking about they're about to sort of like die and you're gonna lose them. Um, even though you know they're in later games so you can't lose them. And Alex goes and I went shit and I immediately put my hand up to my mouth. This oh, there reaction, you go. and in game she puts her hand up to her mouth with like a. Ah! Oh, there you go. Yeah, that is actually a mechanic later on because there's a point later on where you have to has got a stealth section on it, but I have to say it's a really well done stealth section. You're basically up against this blind mutated zombie, mm-hmm. and he's invulnerable, but he's blind, but he can hear really well. Oh. So yeah, so you're having to sneak through past him. Um, and but there's like loads of things that like sort of emit gas if you go in and you start to cough but if you put your hand to your mouth you won't cough oh that's clever so you have to sort of like constantly sort of walk around and apparently that was, apparently it was um, I was reading from the tree page that was sort of almost done by accident 
Oh. They found that players just started to do that automatically, and they actually they added. Firstly, they added it as an Easter egg. They found that everybody, all the players, just did it automatically. Mm-hmm. They thought to make reaction was to put them out to start them coughing, so they added it in as an actual mechanic. And that's 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 a really intense section. It's not very long, but it's a really intense section because there's like one bit where you're literally stuck in a, in a you're like in a lift, and he comes in the lift with you. And you're like literally like a few feet away from him, and he stands like next to the button, so you have to very carefully creep up next to him and push the button. Oh sure. And sort of duck back. It's that's a really in, intense section. Um but yeah, uh, there's only one bit of in the game where I thought I was screwed. Um I basically had gone got into a firefight, um, cup combine, I managed to take him down, but as I saw I scavenged the area, this other massive Guy came out, and he was like, "Well, like they're heavy, and he's like always oh, big arm one. They're they're quite tough, and he's got like, this shotgun that can basically take me out in a couple of hits." Yeah. So I managed to dodge past him and go like down like this part block, and I was in a stairwell, and my choice was either up or down. I chose down. That was a mistake because downstairs led to a dead end. Oh, whoops! And he was in up above, but he couldn't for, for complicated reasons. He couldn't get down to me because I see something gone his way. He couldn't get past it. Nah. So I'm downstairs, and I've got literally heart like probably about a clip worth of ammunition left for my combine assault rifle. And he can't get down to me, but that's all I've got left. So I'm sort of down there thinking, shit. And that took me quite a few attempts because I literally, if I like messed, if he got one, because I've been injured as well, if he literally got one shot on me, I was dead. Oh, wow. So I saw sneak way up the stairs backwards and saw like dodge out and I had to, every shot had to count because I didn't have that many ammunition. Just get, I had to get all in his head just to kill him so I'd get out. And that was, that was intense. That was a, I thought I was going to lose, so like, I thought I've got to go back to like a checkpoint earlier on. Mm-hmm. Um, it does. It does a great feel of combat because combat you have to sort of think about. You know, when you're out in the open and comes happening, you got things on your direction. You are constantly sort of looking around, looking for cover and ducking down. Now, this thing I will find, which you may, I don't know if you found the scares, is I'm getting quite old, and crouching down behind cover is quite a mission now. It's like instead of sort of ducking and diving, it's more like, okay, here we go. I'm going yeah, down like, now. Hey, hey, oh. hey, oh, I'm down now. I ain't getting up again. Well, here's I'm the, here now. I mean, <laughs> here's the trick: is I've got a, I've got a bum leg as well. Um, oh. But uh, I will say uh, that kind of ducking behind objects is the thing that made me realise that VR was really cool. Yeah, because it's not, and so because of all those chest high walls and loads of games, I was like, yeah, but it, it's. There's nothing quite like actually having to physically duck, take behind cover, a, yeah, you know, to 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 hide behind a wall or an object. Because uh, I was I was thinking I was playing super hot when I first did it, and I was like, how am I supposed to get out of this? I'm just going to get shot. And I was like, oh, hang on a minute. There's a there's a wall here. Well, I'll just duck behind the wall, put my arm over the wall, and shoot them from yeah. over the wall. And it's that's fantastic. Really cool. That's the really cool thing. The fact that you can just like pull your gun, just blind fire over a wall. That's the sort of way. Get, and like you can sort of like lean around corners. Mm. And that's that's the cool part. Yeah, that's the, it, making your whole body controller. It's remembering said, that you can yeah. do it. Yes, but yeah, crouch down is a bit of a problem. Like once I'm crouched down, I stay there for as long as I do you can. Have your, do you have your Zimmer you. frame there? You know, you got you got your care yeah. assistant there with a hoist to bring you back up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Help me out, love. Find it. Out. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Right, right, oh, get back up. Um, but yeah, so I've say I've 
Oh, other little neat little features of Half-Life. Um, I came across what I thought a building site and I picked up a hat. A builder's hat. Oh, there you go. Hat up to my head and I popped the hat on my head. I thought, hey, that's a neat little Easter egg thing. That's fun. And do you remember the barnacles from Half-Life? The things that hang on the scene that stuck their tongue down? Yes. And they did pick stuff up. So I was walking through and I missed one. I just heard the noise of this barnacle. I pan, looked up and he grabbed my hat. Yeah. I was like, so that's why you can put the hat on. It's basically a like, what little like, okay, we've saved your life this time type jobby. Yeah, just pay more attention next time. Yeah, um, it's just so it's just so good. It's just the little things like you know you can you can just pick up, you know you just walk up to. I, mean, I, I did put I did try and put a head crab on, but no. it didn't work. And I but I did just when I used to find a barnacle, I'd find a head crab, pick up both hands, like hold up to the barnacle, and feed to the barnacle. So, <laughs> would you say it's, it's you know it was worth the wait? Would you say it was? Oh yeah. You know, would you say this is like a must-have game for VR? Would you say it's a game that is? Would if people were on the fence for VR, would you say just get it, try it? I I would say if you like, I would definitely say it's a system seller game. Sure. For like for lack of a better term, it's a system seller game. So VR now uh, finally has <laughs> that heavy hitter game. I think so, it, and it's not surprising it's it's just on like Valve to come along and do it. So I know people tend to I tend to sing Valve's praise, but I apart from there's been a couple of duds. Most of the stuff is pretty solid. Well, sure. I mean, like they're them. in the market. They're, they're in the market of selling an incredibly high-end headset. So we realistically, yeah. we need you know high-end games to go with it. And a lot of the VR games I've played are like you know PS One games. Yeah. Uh, you know the the quality of the AI is thick as a post. Uh, you know, moving around is janky. Graphics are quite janky. Um, you know. Yeah. There, none of the games that I've really played have been like, yes, this is something that I really need to have a headset for. Mm. Uh, I couldn't imagine playing this on like an Xbox or something. But I, Half-Life Alex, you know, they've built it around their incredibly expensive headset. Yeah. So, Although, ironically, someone has made a mod that makes it you can, means you can play it now on a mouse and keyboard. Oh, really? Yeah, someone has done that. Oh, fantastic. I don't know how good it is, but someone has has done it. That's, that's 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 what PC gamers do. Yeah, for sure. Someone's so, so probably made a mod that allows you to play it. You like using a xylophone. No, you why know? not? <laughs> so, so there's someone out there who's like, "Oh, I'm going to play half of that using the piano." It's I will. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's definitely a, it, it's Valve don't tend to rush their games and Valve time. They, yeah, <laughs> and it's took them. I mean, half like I said, VR. I suspect that. I'd be amazed if this wasn't like on the cards for a long time. They've been doing, I read they've been doing this for quite some time. Yeah. And they wanted to get it right. Yeah. They wanted to get it, you know, spot on, as it were, as much as possible. It is a. There's a reason. And the hype, I was like, sort of. I'd heard a lot of good things about it. And I was sort of like wanting to get it, really want to play it. But at the same time, I was like, is it going to be as good? But I was really pleased the result really i've really enjoyed it um i've i've just i and I, I, i'll be honest with you after this i want to just go back and play all the half-life through from scratch again sure that's where i want to do that all over again whether i've got like sort of like 50 hours of my life to give away to play all the half-life games from scratch oh uh, you, you um, can do it ram you can do it yeah i did it once i've done it several times actually half i played through a couple of times i played half-life one through 
Um, probably at four or five. There you go. Do it again. So, do it again. Do it again. I know the tricks this time. I'll speed run it. <laughs> um, Fucking yeah, magnetic so, ladders. Yeah, I like magnetic ladders. I like them. I, I, I get annoyed when I have to press a button to climb up a ladder. Oh, the ladder climbing is, is brilliant in this as well. Because you walk up to, so again, depending on what movement mode you got. So in like teleportation movement mode, you just walk up to a ladder and a little progress bar. It's basically like magnetic ladders, but it's like a little progress bar before you go up. Right. So you don't accidentally go up. So you don't like brush line, you're instantly up it. You have to like wait like sort of probably about a second sure. and then you'll go up. Um, if you ain't got that mode, you have to go up the ladder and you have to like unequip your weapon because you need both hands. Yeah. And put one hand on and you have to sort of climb up the okay, ladder. that's clever. That is, that's, that's cool. Attention sort of to detail. Yeah. And, but you can still equip one if you need to. So if you get to the top of the ladder, you sort of poke your head at the top, there's a combine there. You equip the weapon in your hand, lean up and then shoot them. <laughs> yeah. Um, a weapons stick in your hand, you can't lose your weapons. Once they once they're equipped there in your hand, you can't lose them. Okay. Um Oh, it's got a lovely torch mechanic as well. So your torch gets put on your other hand or left hand. Yeah. Or opposite hand of what you're playing. So you have one hand for your torch, one for your weapons. So when you're like pitch black and you're fighting enemies in pitch black, you have you can actually you have to like almost use a torch. But if you pull your torch, your other hand near your so your left hand near your right hand in game, you actually cut the weapon properly and hold it properly, mm-hmm. and so you actually are encouraged to almost hold your controls like you're holding a proper weapon. Yeah, because your brace point. I know it means like your torch should be pointed directly lined up with your weapon, so it's really easy to shoot and aim. It's just it's just, it's lots of little little things they thought about. Yeah, and uh, little bits of attention to detail they thought about it and they put it in, and some of the physics are amazing. I mean, you pick up a bottle of, of wine and you can actually move it around and the liquid moves around inside it yeah and it moves around realistically and you know just, you can like just oh, it's so it's so much little detail on it. it's it's a f- absolutely phenomenal game um i mean as you probably tell i'm raving about it i loved it so <laughs> no, i'm glad you liked that i'm glad you enjoyed it no i've really loved it yeah so fantastic right so scars i believe you have a Something else to talk about. Yeah, it's, um, really, I was just thinking about a little challenge. Um, because, so recently the Oculus Quest 2 was announced. And yeah. I know loads of people are crying right now because they've just gone out and bought Rift S's and Oculus have oh, just I said they're binning off. Oh, I can't think of anyone who'd be doing that. <laughs> no. <laughs> and Oculus have now said they're binning off the Rift line of headsets. Yeah, and let's bring out the Quest, which is £100 cheaper. <laughs> £100 oh. cheaper allows you to tether onto your PC. Yeah. Better displays, are they not? Yeah. There you go. So, you know, a little bit salty there, right? Um, salty? I'd kill a million slugs. <laughs> <laughs> there's so much salt in here if it was full of water you'd float there you go there you go I mean let's be fair you've got a good headset well yeah it's not like it's not like come January my headset's going to switch off no for sure so you know it's it's good for the next it's it's good it's, it's good enough I'm not worried about it upgrading it I'm not going to upgrade it I'm not going to plans to upgrade it anytime soon. Mm-hmm. I've also I'm not a huge fan of the, the fact that now Oculus Connect is now Facebook Connect, and you are now required to have a Facebook account to log in to yeah, uh, new Oculus devices. 
that's quite bullshit, but because I I actually not surprising. I well no of course, but um I actually paired my Facebook account with my Oculus account, and I actually went full name on this one, uh because I was like look if I if I use my <laughs> My other name that actually specifically states that if they for any reason decide they're going to close my Facebook account, they can restrict access to all the games that I've purchased. Oh, that's a bit shit. Yeah, so so I was like, look, I'm not taking my chances. Like, let's say I buy a bunch of games on a Quest Two, because um, they are literally locked into the Oculus Store and thus tied to my Facebook account. If I get booted out of Facebook or booted off yeah. Facebook, I lose access to all my VR games. That's, uh, that, 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 is, that is absolutely shit, because there's no reason to do that. Mm-hmm. And the fact that uh, if I want to play socially on in VR through Oculus, uh, I have to have my Facebook account paired up. And it annoyed... Do you know what really fucking irked me, actually, about setting up my Facebook account with Oculus? Just a little, a little side bit. Is that I can't hide my Facebook account name. Right. So... I go by Scazius pretty much everywhere, right? My yeah, Facebook account uses my birth name, right? I thought your birth name was Scazius. Oh, there you go. <laughs> the more you know. Um, but I can hide it from everyone else. So I can say, like, don't show people my, my Facebook account name unless they're, like, my friends, or I can hide it from everyone. Um, and I can say, like, on your headset, what do you want to do? Like allow so only I can see it. But the problem is, if you then go to live stream, ah, uh, your name's right there. Is it in a floating box as well? Is it actually it's not plus like the corner of the screen? It's, in a it's, it's box right there. It's right there on the top corner of your main Oculus interface when you bring up the main menu. So you can't put a. So you can't put a um, easy. You can't like put no. A you can't just eat, like you can't easily seem to censor on. it. So. A little bit annoying, guys. Like, just give me the option to just hide it because you—you—they yeah. give you the option to not allow people to search for it. Yeah. So, just allow. They obviously didn't have streaming in mind, did they, when they thought about that? Even though streaming's built into the interface. Yes, but that's because you stream to Facebook because you'd be using to your Facebook. Account, yeah, fair you? there. No, fair there. But it's, it's just—it just seems really silly, um, and. A lot of people have actually said, well, if I'm in VR chat and I'm doing whatever in VR chat, I don't want people to know my actual name because obviously I'm role playing or whatever. And it's like, I can, I can kind of get people's beef there. They don't <laughs> trolling. Want... <coughs> You're trolling. For sure. But you don't, <laughs> you don't want necessarily your family and friends to know that you're dicking around in, you know, online weeb simulator. Yeah. You know, so. It turns you go into a VR chat and you've been this person in VR chat that you've been between you've been doing a bit of like sort of sexting for the last four weeks that you find it's your mum. Yeah, there that'd you go. Surprise. That'd be terrible. That'd be terrible. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you know, minor minor beef of having to add in a, a Facebook account, but you know, it's it's a Facebook product. Uh, the only other options you've got are the uh, HTC Cosmos and the Valve Index. So very expensive. And yeah, and I was gonna say the 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 Quest Two is like three hundred pounds. So that's silly price. That's so such such a cheap price. Yeah, and that's what four four K display. Yeah. Um, well, it's better than what I've got. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's full. Uh, is it? I can't remember. If it's inside out tracking or whatever. Inside out tracking. Um, fully Quest. wireless. Put- if you want, you can wire it up. If you want, they they think that they may even have a completely wireless. 
PC play mode as well in the future. Yeah. Um, if they can, it's, it's all about the data, right? It's, it's yeah. getting the data through quick enough to display it. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's it's pretty hardcore for the price. Um, it's it's what the, it's been sort of the goal really of VR headsets as the first cable was be cableless because the cable is the biggest big bugbear of VR, as you say, really, because you have to constantly every so often do that little dance where you sort of turn around the wrong yeah, way yeah, to yeah. get the cable out of the way. I have that. I'll, like, I'll occasionally step on the cable and I'm thinking to myself, you know what, I really don't want to break. Yeah. I'm just going to turn around counterclockwise for a second just to unwaffle the cable from myself. I've I've done that a few times in like ATEC and all of a sudden I'm like, oh crap, I can't turn anymore. And I'm stood there and all of a sudden my character stood in the middle of the room just going, eh, just spinning around on the spot. It's like, <laughs> okay, fair enough. But yeah, um... It does worry me though that if you're having to use like your, your, a USB C cable on the Quest Two to connect it up to your PC. Um, last thing you want to do is rip that out of your headset. You know, no, because that, that's—I don't imagine that's gonna—that's not gonna lock onto the headset or anything, is it? So, you know, last thing you want to do is break the break the cable that also ch- or the the port that charges the device and. And does all the data transfer and other magic. Yeah, I mean, have people... Because also you could do it at the previous quest and have there been lots of issues with it in the previous quest? Uh, I don't know. But then it was angled differently on the previous quest as well. So. I, I suspect that, you know, if you... Um, were saying, I, I mean, I've never... I've not pulled the cable. I've always sort of been conscious of it there. So no. I imagine if you're conscious of it, you'd be all right. Like, the true... If they could find a way that they could stream... And we say it's 4K, it's effectively 4K twice, because you've got two 4K, one for each eye, mm-hmm. effectively. So if you can effectively stream 8K, yeah. effectively, uh, through a wireless connection, and then your input's back, same as, you know, with no delay, yeah. if you can find a way to do that, that's really the holy grail yeah. of VR, because then you're completely wireless, you don't have to talk about cables, that, that would that would be the game changer, that's what it needs. Um I think they're just. I think I'm not. Sure. I don't know if there's enough. I'm assuming this point. There's probably enough in the white channel. There's probably enough bandwidth to do it because I'm not sure. It depends on you encode it. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, there might be. Well, they to they do allowed it. you to. I believe with the Oculus Quest One, you could actually tether it up to your PC using USB two. Mm. And the data rate there yeah. ain't huge. No, but you are dealing with low resolution. Because that's the thing, it's all about the resolution. It's all about how big that image is. It's got the send. For sure. But the Oculus are doing some magic jiggery-pokery compression with that. I mean, normally they yeah. sell a USB a USB 3C cable. And they're like, well, actually, we didn't really need to give you a 3C cable. You could no. have just used a USB 2 cable. Because we're only using like 150 megabits yeah. the entire way. Then your, then your next bot stick is obviously then how quickly... Because if it's got to render the image, mm-hmm. then encode it to then transmit it to the headset to then display it to you, then decode it so it can display it to you. That's obviously another step in the process. You could get some lag there. Mm-hmm. So I can see it's, it's, I think it's doable. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, I think there are definitely some challenges there. They really need to think of a good way of in, obviously rapidly compressing this. Because yeah. it's not like you can have a buffer. No. To compress it, and it, you, it doesn't. If you're recording 
you know, we do we do recordings, part yeah. of our sh- and we do live stream. It doesn't matter if it's four or five seconds behind you. No, of course not. Because no, but if you're playing the game, it's got to compress it, transmit it, receive it, decompress it. That's a that's even- I've played on a quest tethered to a computer. I have you now. It is noticeable. It is. Um, even uh, like using a USB three cable, it's noticeable. Yeah, um, which is not surprising because you're out there you're connecting via USB, not via an actual graphics card output. Mm-hmm. Um, but clever, clever, clever. And I've yeah. had a whack at using a Quest wirelessly, at like in, in the standalone mobile whatever mode. Fucking fantastic, mate! Oh, I bet it is absolutely fantastic. Versus ver- just picking it up, putting it on your head, and and swinging stuff around is fantastic. Versus mm. you know. Get your get your headset, tether it up to your computer, do this, do that. Now you're you're good to go. Particularly if you're having to unplug it every time and so forth. I don't know if you've got yours set up permanently. Now uh, I've now to. got mine. Well, I had mine anchored up to my PC, but my PC's giving me no end of chip at the moment. So I am tempted just to bag it and and you know I'll just I'll get it out whenever I I need to. Um, but I mean I'm quite lucky because I've got a. F- Mine doesn't move, and it's so I don't. It's all towed up. I don't need to, so I'm quite lucky because it doesn't take me very. I literally can just put it on and go. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, clear, clear the play space and go. But uh, yeah, you know, neat, neat tech, uh, neat, neat yeah. tech. Now, what I so I've got a little bit of a challenge for you, Ram. So during the Facebook Connect event, uh, old Mister Carmack was like, "Hey, mate." I use VR for my exercise routine every day. And I always hear people talking fluff about, oh, yeah, like when VR first came out, can you realistically use VR to manage weight and health? And I thought that was complete and utter bollocks, to be honest with you. Because um, I've, I've, at the time, I'd only played stuff like A-Tech and uh, Robo Recall and some other bits and bobs. And I was like, there's, there's no way you're going to be able to have a decent cardio session in VR. And then... Oh, no. Robo Recall's quite intense. I didn't find it that bad. Um, yeah. But then I, I... I... got told to try Beat Saber and is it Box VR? They've got a, a mobile free version uh, for your Quest uh, as well. I think that's called like Fit XR or something like that. Um... I was told to try those, and I'll tell you something, mate. After a few minutes, you feel it, and I was in shock. Mm. I was in absolute shock. So, here's a trick. We both have VR headsets. Mm-hmm. Um, we've both weighed in, right? Yep. I pose a challenge that over the next two podcasts, we see if we can lose a little bit of weight Playing VR, say 30 minutes a day. Yeah. See how yep. practical it is to to maybe jump into some Beat Saber, maybe uh, say to people, like, hey, this is what we're doing, this is what we're playing, this is how long we played for, and, uh, you know, did you did you work up a sweat? Did you Was it just a yeah. moderate, chill game that you just kind of, you know... What would be interesting is I've got, obviously, uh, my, my app watch obviously monitors my heart rate. Yeah. So I'll be interested to see what happens... Why I'm doing VR. Yeah, for sure. 
Now, are we going to tell people our starting stats? Oh, yeah, I'll go for it. I've got mine written down here. Well, shall we go for metric? Well, go on, go, go, go on, go on, go for yours. No, you go first. No, 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 go on, Ram, go on. Well, I'm 130.9 kilos. 130.9. I am 66 kilos. Now, just to put it into terms that we can all understand, you weigh approximately the same as a Clin Yu sheep, and I weigh about the, I weigh about the same as a Suffolk ram. So that's we can put us into process. Everybody can. Everybody knows where we are now, don't they? So everybody can understand that. There you go. And everyone's like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" Yeah. Um, Particularly if someone tries to Google Clin Yu sheep because it's not spelled how you think it is. So. Because you, cause I, I thought it was interesting because you said how um, when you were playing uh, Half Life Alex, you know, actually having to move, maneuver about was a bit like, oh, I'm an old man now. Um, do you have anything that you could use to kind of run about or or thrash what about? Else? Uh, what well, game wise? Yeah. Uh, I've only got like I said, I've only got a small Robo Recall, which is probably what my one that used to give me the most heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> Um, because that was it's all because that was like there's quite a lot of docking and diving in that, which I found was actually the sort of hard part. Yeah. Um, I probably got a few games. I want to have a look up and see what I can think. This is gonna be this is gonna be interesting because I I am genuinely curious to see uh, if we get reasonable results. We we're not gonna I'm, right. I'm gonna say right now, not gonna go hardcore like saying let's change our diets and do this and do that. It's just literally. Let's do. Does the VR make a difference? Yes. Yeah. Can you get a decent cardio session in uh, just playing some VR stuff? Mm. Um, yeah. Is there actual? You know, could you literally say during lockdown, do you want? You know, do I have some? Like, do you want to do a fun cardio session rather than going? You know what? I'm going to stand here and jog on the spot for half an hour and look at my bedroom wall. Um, yeah. You know, can you actually have some fun and exercise at the same time? Actually, I could see actually even just like if you um like play a game that was basically like just a an environment game where you could just wander about. If you were just jogging on the spot and you just like moved about, so like you could just like say, well, today I went for a walk on Mars. Yeah. Well, can you remember yeah, when? Yeah. It's like I could go and walk down the local park, but no, I went for a walk. I went. I decided to walk around. You know, Paris. Town centre. Yeah, why not? I mean, because like, do you remember when when we first started talking about the rift back when it was in, still in the development kit stages, and we were yeah. like, um, one of the first things that they were like, oh, Skyrim VR, how cool it would be. And I hate Skyrim, but how cool it would be if we had like a rift and uh, the Omni, which the was Omni. the treadmill. How rad would that be to just go? You know what? Exercise time. Let's go for a fucking run in Skyrim. Yeah. Um, just I'm I'm curious to see, you know, will VR can VR make a difference? I'm sure loads of people have done it, loads of people have tried it, but I'm interested to see if it would make a difference for us. And then, yes. do we find any complicate? Are there any the complications we have? Um, any things that we'd change? Um, yeah. I just I just figured I'd, I'd kind of pose that because I was doing a. A fitness challenge with one of my mates uh, recently as part of my daily vlog. But as soon as I've stopped doing the daily vlog, well, the fitness challenge went right out the fucking window. So I figured I'd kind of throw it in now that we've got the the VR gimmick to play with. 
Yeah. So I just looked up the Omni. Yeah. So Omni still exists, believe it or not. I've seen variants of the Omni. Yeah. So, however, they only now do like whole arenas. You can't buy just one for yourself. Oh. Because I was curious to see if A, they still existed. And if you could still buy like one just for yourself. I've seen an equivalent for about 600 quid. Yeah. Because be able to... What, what I really want to do is... Um, you've seen Ready Player... You've obviously read the book, but you've also seen the film Ready Player. What we yes. have an omnidirectional walk, yeah. walk treadmill. Yeah. That's what you want. Yeah. That wherever direction you go, and you can walk, you can run every direction you go, but you're like sort of tethered into the middle, so you can't actually go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And that would just be... That would be neat. Yeah, for sure. That'd be amazing. That and full body track VR. So, like, you know, you can track your legs and... <laughs> I I tell you something, guys. The amount of times when I've been playing half of Alex, when the head crabs jump near me, I've tried to stomp them. <laughs> that would I've be amazing. Got, like, Could you imagine? Just, they track your legs two too. I, want, I do. I want to get two more touch claws and strap them to my legs. So I can literally like stop things as they come here. The amount of time I tried to kick through a glass pane today. Oh, fantastic! So there's a glass pane. Like, I tried to kick it through. Like, oh, that ain't gonna work. I've seen some games actually have full body tracking because you can buy some pucks and things that you can actually attach to your legs. Yeah, well, it's basically most. It's you know, it's it's, it's perfectly doable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sort of motion because let's face it, I've done motion tracking for years, so it's perfectly doable. So, but I would like to see uh, that. I could see being sort of perhaps the next thing from you know, hmm. you know, with I mean, perhaps adding in as an optional extra. Oh, you can now strap like these shin pads to your legs. That means it can now track your your legs. Have you seen all the haptic stuff they're doing now as well? Like jackets and that that you can wear with vibration motors in them. That'd be quite cool. Yeah, I can just imagine. I, mean, like, I can just imagine you now setting up a VR room with a haptic suit. You know, I would wire up to an electric fence energizer, and every time I got shot, it would just actually just passed a sort of shock through me. Fuck, do you know what? I can just imagine if you did that, you had that wired slightly wrong, you get zapped, and you fucking like you get shot, and you fly like fucking six foot back. <laughs> Your parents <laughs> well, are like, what the were, hell's but, happening there? Imagine, imagine, you know those games where like when you die, the enemies keep shooting you. Mm. So imagine you forget to program that out. So when you die, <laughs> you're just, just on the ground, like trying to quit. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Where's the reset button? It's like all of a sudden you get this random text from Ram. Oh, you're like, what? Quick, we've got to get him out of his VR. <laughs> oh, That'd be fantastic. So, yeah, no. are you up for that? So, in two weeks' yeah, time, we'll, we'll update people. Would you say we'll half an hour people. a day is reasonable? I'll go for half an hour today. Whether I'll make it on the first day, I'll try. Well, should I'll we, should we say we'll, we'll work our way up to it and we'll just, we'll just kind of describe the process yeah. as we go? But you, you get to find out how unfit I am. That's going to be fantastic because I ain't exactly in great shape. Um, my aim is to, I can't remember what it is in kilos, but I want to get down to about 135 pounds. I'm 145 now. I shall tell you what that would be 135 kilos you need to be about 61 kilos so you've got five kilos to lose fantastic that's ex- that's where i want to be that's that's how much i weighed when i got to my wedding in february so, and then i put all the weight back on i so according to medical science according to medical i science. should i should weigh about 90 kilos which is about fourteen stone right i think that's i think that's a bit low for me 14 oh, stone mate you're quite built 
in the grand scheme. Yeah. I mean, you're a tall motherfucker. I think 15, 16 stone is more realistic for what I should be, which is about 100 kilos. Sure. So I probably need to lose about 30 kilos. I mean, what would you would you say? Just set a goal to say, look, over the next couple of months, say you could lose a couple of kilos just for a laugh. Yeah, I mean, I think um, yeah, thirty kilos over two over a month would just be not practical. Oh yeah, for wouldn't sure. Do it. So yeah, I mean, just I'll oh, just a few kilos would do. I'm not sure what the practical how much you can practically lose in a week. But yeah, if, if I just lose I think, ten kilos, I think they guesstimate that you can lose around, or they say health wise, you should only aim for about two pounds a week. That's about four kilos. I think. Oh no. That's about that's a, kilo. a kilo, isn't it? Kilo. Yeah. I always get them the other way, one way round. I can remember if it's two pounds to a kilo, two kilos to a pound. I think I it's about two, two, and a, two and a half kilo, uh, two and a half pounds to a kilo, I think. Ish. Yeah, I always get them off way round. Um, For someone who deals with, who has to, you know, deal with meat, that's and selling meat in pounds <laughs> and kilos, that's not a good thing. Uh, but yeah, about yeah, but they went about a kilo a week, which. To be fair, I've, I'm not sure how you know it's a kilo a week because that just natural variance. I reckon you must vary by about a kilo a week. I was actually told that you know the human body. Someone, who was it that said it to me? I was talking to someone quite recently. No, let's face it. If I have poo first thing before taking the weighing scales, I'll probably be down by a kilo. Well, that, that's what someone said to me. They said your your body over the course of a day can fluctuate anywhere between like two and nine pounds. I was like, fucking hell. I can believe it though, because you think if you have a day where you get up, you. You eat your breakfast, you eat your lunch, you eat your tea, but you don't go to the, you know, you don't yeah, yeah. push out the other end. Well, all that way the food's gone somewhere, yeah, and it's got to go into you. It's either expelled as you know heat because mm. it's gets converted to energy, which basically that's where or everything eventually becomes heat eventually, um, or gets left as weight. So you know, you eat, if you eat a quarter pound of burger, you should weigh a quarter pound or more mm-hmm. until it's broken down. So I can I can believe that, although two to nine nine pounds sounds a bit excessive. I could believe two pounds, but nine pounds is four kilos away. I can't that I find a bit excessive. Mm-hmm. That's like that, that that's like two a, a liter bottle a liter of water weighs a kilo. So it's like that's your that's like two two liter bottles of drink a day in weight. Mm-hmm. I I find that a little bit. I mean, I suppose if you didn't go to the loo at all, at all mm-hmm. and you've been drinking, I could see it, but. That seems a little bit excessive, but sure. like, I, I, I don't, as you can tell, guys, I'm such a fitness freak over here. You are a fitness I can't freak be compared sh- to me, I mate. You are sure. ripped as fuck. <laughs> no, yeah, he, he is. Uh, he is. He's fucking like I'm telling you, Ram. You're fucking. I am not ripped. Trust me, I've got bosoms. I am not ripped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so have I, yeah, mate. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm at least a D cup over here. I was going to say, I'm, fucking, <laughs> I'm married. I'm the biggest bitch you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a pot belly and bosoms. So, uh, yeah. So, 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 you know, there you go. That's, that's, this is the challenge, you know. This is the this is the groove. I was going to say, now should we put I an want, article on Rand Nerds with weigh in pictures? I want to drop a bra size. Um, <laughs> Is that it? You're going to have a cup reduction. Drop, yeah, I want to drop a bra size and I'll be happy. There you go. Fantastic. It's like, he's not talking about, you know, losing a few inches on his waist. It's like, nah, mate, I need to, I need to, I need to drop my bra size. Yeah. Well, if we're going to do this properly, we need to say to ourselves, right, we need to wear ourselves like either first thing in the morning or last thing at night. Mm-hmm. You know, to be consistent about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't matter which one you do, as long as you do it consistently every day. Yeah. Um, 
And then we can sort of... Wear the same kit as you're weighing into, or roughly the same kit every time as well. Well, again, if you do it first in the morning, last night, theory, you'll be, like, wearing your pyjamas. Oh, mate, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. I could be wearing fucking jeans, t-shirt, hoodie, the whole lot until, like, three o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Well, strip yourself down and weigh yourself. Whatever you need to do to make it consistent. (laughs) There you go. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, just you know, make sure make sure you've had your morning dump. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't weigh myself yet. Why? I need that shit. <laughs> but hey, that can that all adds up. That all adds up, you know. See, uh, but yeah, we do that. I mean, we can at least sort of like get a rough idea of where we're where we're at. Mm-hmm. So, all right, change. Yeah, we'll give it a go. I've got to look at some VR fitness games now. Should we start it tomorrow? Well, right. Yeah. Beat Saber, and I think it's called Box VR. Um, I think there's a there's another one. It's exactly the same as Box VR by the same company, and they have a free version. You can just literally just download it and go. Um, and then they're like, it's a, like you can buy DLC packs for like seven pounds that have more intense um, exercise and stuff, and all that literally is just like beatboxing. Beatboxing, rhythm, <laughs> like rhythm boxing. It's like oh, shadow right, boxing say. kind of thing. Oh right, okay. Box VR on Steam. Oh yeah, fix it. Uh, fix. Fit XR redefining fitness. Yeah, I'll have a look. I'll have a look for him and see what we can get. See, essential fact. Challenge so accepted. Look, and by the end of it, Ram's going to be fucking ripped. He's going to be like Arnie, just stood there flexing. <laughs> He's going to say, right, yep, day one, put on my headset, three hours of cardio. Fuck yeah, flex. Yeah. <laughs> he's fucking like, sits there just... fucking eating a steak as he's doing his fucking yeah. VR cardio. If I, if I could just get to the situation where when I bend down, when I kneel, crouch down Half-Life Alex, I don't go, oh, God, every single just time. He goes to then play Half-Life Alex after his challenge, he's back flipping around his room and diving <laughs> behind the tables. Yeah. Come at me, motherfuckers. It's going to be great. I've got, like, I've got to see it. Ram, get it done, mate. Get it done. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll start for tomorrow. Cool. I'm looking cool, forward yeah. to this. Uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Yep. Right, so. That's it, I think. Anything else in your... Okie dokie. Right, well... Thank you both for joining us this evening on this wonderful, very wet and rainy evening. And I think we can tell winter is coming. <laughs> yeah. Do you know I've realised, Scads, you know, last normally this year we haven't had a we haven't had a podcast where it's been light. As in we've both been in the same room and it's been light outside. It's been crazy, hasn't it? It's terrible, it's terrible. Joys of a global so, pandemic and us being antisocial pricks. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Uh, so you can join us on our next podcast, either on youtube.com slash randnerds or twitch.tv slash randnerds. As long as YouTube works on Restream. <laughs> as long as YouTube works on Restream. Uh, our next podcast is the 10th of October 2020 at 9.30 GMT plus one. Uh, at least for another couple, at least for another couple of podcasts and we are goes back. Yay. Way another hour of 2020 I get to live through. Yay. <laughs> goes back. Yeah. Um, we also do a... You can also visit our website, randers.com, which will get you to the website somehow. Um, we also do a games night every Tuesday at approximately half past eight till half past nine. 
Um, depending on what happens. If you want to hear uh, Ram lose his fucking mind trying to get me and Zaber to be stealthy, it's fantastic. Like, for fuck, I did. I, I, I did get frustrated. Oh, for fuck's sake, guys, who threw the grenade? Uh, nothing doing me this time. Uh, <laughs> no, no. You upstairs flirting with the chap's wife, I think. Oh damn right. Um, so you can. Uh, yeah. she's dead. So. That isn't broadcast to the Rand Show. That's broadcast to our personal Twitch channel. So you can see mine at twitch.tv slash Suffolkgram and Skaz is at... Uh, twitch.tv forward slash Skazius. S-K-4-Z-Z-I-0-U-S. Because he's awkward. Yeah. Um, so yes. Uh, also, we were discussing um, potentially doing... Because we're getting towards Halloween. Yes. We might do something for Halloween. Um, and I have picked up for both of us a VR Co-op oh, in- game, fantastic! Yes, so I thought that'd be cool—a little uh, VR Halloween stream. I have to work out to do chat and stuff, but I think we can do that. Be quite cool. It's going to be neat. We'll have to do some tests well before that to make sure it's not like hardcore testing. I was like, "Is this even going to yeah. work?" Nah. <laughs> yeah. At the so rate my get- PC's going, does it even boot? I can just see that as the zombie hordes about to break through the final door, you disappear. It's just like, like starts Skaz, like my character Skaz, starts having a seizure Skaz. on the floor, then disappears. It's like Skaz, no, don't leave me, Skaz. Save me, save me. They're nearly in Skaz. Don't. Oh, he's dropped. He's gone. Oh, there's and there's that scene as I turn towards like sort of the imaginary camera. It just sort of like zooms in on my horrified face, and you just in the face of black as you hear the door break down and screaming zombies. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward yeah. to seeing that too. <laughs> and then, then about five minutes later, you pop back into the game. It's like, just my mangled oh, corpse shit. on the floor. Rams, all, like, all, the, all the zombies are dead too. I was like, but oh wait, Rams dead. Oh well, I'll just step over all the corpses and walk <laughs> through the door. Well, that weren't too bad. <laughs> and, and then next you see it's mission complete. Like, yes, <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> First yeah. try. First try. Yeah. Scars one, no deaths. <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, unlock what happened in Payday. Right at the end, motherfucker. Yeah. Blue screen. No points for me. None. Zero. Zip. I don't even think I got the fucking achievement for finishing the mission. You got, I think, like, I think actually gameplay-wise, I think you were in it for about five, for the end. Like, the game lasts about 45 minutes. Of which you were in it for about five minutes, actually counted. I was like, <laughs> oh, I was infuriating. Yeah, that was. I tell you, when we lost you, and it was just me and Saber, I was like, shit, this is actually this is shit's got real, Saber. Shit's got <laughs> you real. Can, you better start because, paying attention, son. Because it's like, if either of us go down, this could be it. If either of us go down, <laughs> and he was, and bless him, he was upstairs, and I was like downstairs, like printing the printing the money because I couldn't figure out how to get out the out the game. Because the trust we we printed a batch of money because you had to basically print money. We printed a batch of money, then we couldn't figure out how to leave. Yeah, for sure. So, well, we've done enough, and we couldn't work out to leave. So Zabe said, "Oh, perhaps we print some more money." So we did. And then we got to start a whole new cycle. <laughs> now, and while that was doing that, I was quickly just googled on my phone, "How do I get out of this mission in Payday?" And it turns out you had to pick up the printing reel. Uh, and if we'd done that, we'd have got straight out. Oh, there you go. But or yeah. So that was a good game, but yeah, you'll be able to watch that on Monday at half six. There'll be the video that will be put up on the YouTube channel, and then you can watch live the next day as we're all pulling our hairs out. Yeah, so you can watch live, or you can watch the edited highlights. Fantastic. Yeah. So, so uh, once again, favorite watching up in the Suffolk Grounds. Yes, yes. And we'll see you always in a fortnight. Fantastic.
fan fucking tastic. Bye. Bye.